Who do you turn to for advice? Sometimes your best friend's brother's cousin's aunt just isn't good enough. What then? Ask Sarah. In the same tradition of Dear Abby, Sarah is a gently blunt, practical, and wise advisor who brings with her a wealth of personal and professional knowledge coupled with gentle humor. Sarah offers inspiration and advice to help you live more fully and powerfully in your own life. Tune in every day to connect with the information and ideas you need to hear. Well, welcome to another edition of Sarah Says Cocktail Hour. I'm Sarah Zink, and this is my co-host, Marla Watson. Marla. And we are live from Ellen's at the Dallas's West End, and overcoming all sorts of technical difficulties, it is clearly Mercury in retrograde today. It's definitely Mercury in retrograde. Dear sweet baby Jesus, it is. So, what we're doing is we are enjoying, we had the yummiest breakfast while we were waiting, this thing which you really can't tell, is something called a pancake pot pie. It's phenomenal. It's wickedly delicious. So we don't just talk about alcohol here. We do know how to eat, clearly. You, you have to have a little bit of something <laughs> on your stomach, especially when you're doing morning drinking. That's uh, you right. Know, you have to be don't do day drinking without eating, folks. So this is what we had, and we're going to be sampling uh, breakfast old fashions, which is the perfect accompaniment to the uh Pancake pot pie. Pancake pot pie. Now, this week we are at Ellen's and Dallas's West End. Next week we're going to be pretty excited about this. A mellow mushroom. Mellow mushroom. And we have a special guest coming on, Dr. Marianne Block, to talk about medical marijuana. What yeah. better place to talk about medical marijuana it's than It's a very timely discussion. The Mellow Mushroom. Absolutely. And then after that, Marla will tell you some of the other cool places we're going to be going. We are going to be going to several places. In fact, in the month of May, we're going to be taking a visit to the Deep Eddy Distillery down in Austin, and we're going to go live from there. So our show will be broadcasting live from there. The The cool thing about that is Deep Eddy has launched a new orange vodka recently, so we're going to get to see the production of that, and that I mean. is pretty cool. So Holly was going to join us today, but they're out there selling that vodka right now, so... Uh, yeah, and you know what? Interestingly enough, I've had a couple people make comments that we're sideways. Oh, yeah, we are sideways. We are totally sideways. We are sideways. <laughs> we haven't even started drinking yet, and we're sideways. What does that mean? you got to love that. Uh, um, we've I gone sideways, and we haven't even drunk <laughs> We're just going to keep on going, ladies and gentlemen. We're just going to let this go. Welcome to the Sarah Says Acrobatic Cocktail Hour. I know. That's I know. what it is. So we're going to have Bobby. We're going to have Bobby come today. in and talk about the breakfast old-fashioned, which is a really great old-fashioned. It's uh, Some people, it's like a coffee-based old-fashioned. Um, some people call it a dark and um, a dark and brec- a breakfast nice. dark. And so it's got lots of different names, but it is really something very fun to drink in the mornings. And if Kay you Ray a little bit says of the hair, we've made her hungry. Oh, okay. Well, I got to say. So, okay, for the low, low price of $7, just drive on out. And <laughs> well, you don't well, get this. Well, you can have this one. That's our leftovers. This would be but... for the low, low price of maybe two fifty, because that's about all that's left of it. So That's pretty awesome. Um, anyway, I interrupted you horribly talking no, you about didn't. the breakfast old-fashioned, but... 
You know what? Sorry. That's what I was we do distracted here. by Kay being hungry. We can't have. We cannot have our viewers being hungry. I don't know, Kay. I think we're. You know, and I gotta say, when we're at the Mellow Mushroom, we have to get pizza the next time. I mean, really. What uh, did we have? Uh, alcohol. We, we had, had alcohol. lots of alcohol. That's we right. had two amazing <laughs> drinks, but we uh, did not have any pizza oh, that day. God. Which hey, Kena Nicole loves our face. Oh, we good. love your face too, Kena. We love your She's face adorable too. too. She really is. I hate you in the nicest possible way. Well, you know, we're all about women empowerment, so we're going to tell you all the amazing things about yourself, and Sarah's always going to just put and that out there. And when alcohol's involved, I love you, man. I really love you, right? Isn't That's that right. where we go with that? So Bobby is going to be in in just a minute with the Breakfast Old Fashioned. You know what else we forgot to mention? We're going to be at Lone Star. We are. We're going to be at Lone Star. Very exciting. Um, we, have, uh, we have some really good friends that... Uh, we go to a bar in Dallas called Lone Star. It's kind of our um, yep. cheers, if you will. And Lisa is um, our bar maiden and a guide a as maiden. we take our our dive into the afternoon some days. So right. she's, she's a lot of fun. Right. And you guys have spoken and we have listened. We've had a bunch of you tell us that we need to be doing the show during the actual happy hour time. And we get it. Uh, totally. So happy next. All, to, all day to us, though. <laughs> really happy hour. What? Right now is happy hour. Uh, we are going to be at the Mellow Mushroom on April the 25th, mm-hmm. 2017, in case you watch this much later. Uh, we're going to be there from 4 to 6. The show will be live around 5-ish, uh-huh. uh, uh, barring any Mercury and retrograde technical issues, because we all love Mercury and retrograde, don't we? That's true. That's yeah. true. That's why we drink, because of Mercury and retrograde. Well, and in the next few shows, y'all are going to kind of see some of our fun production value as we change things. We've got a lot of surprises. And yes, we do. As you work with Facebook, I don't know if you guys know this, but you're working with somebody else's um, somebody else's toy, if you will, and sometimes Facebook is a little funky and wonky. What? So if we're sideways today, <coughs> it's Facebook's fault. It's you know what? Ours. Just turn your phone the other sideways. way. <laughs> or tilt your head. Or tilt your That's head. That's why we drink. That's all I can say. So, uh, Diane Stevens, hi. Yes, you did finally catch us live. And uh, good morning to Tammy Talbot at uh, CBS 11 slash 21. Good it's morning, always good Tammy. to see you. And Kip Karleski, good to see you always. Good to see you guys. So um, did Bobby forget us? I don't know. It's like, do I need to get up and go find Bobby? And you see you if can't leave us? me alone. Here. I know. I can't leave you alone. Because I can guarantee maybe when you come back, maybe when you is. come back, I can tell you that there will not be any more of this lovely breakfast sarah did start like diving what? into my side of this i did not and and but here's the thing about i can it. neither confirm nor deny that i dove into your side well and i can also tell you about the 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 pancake pot pie say that five times really oh, fast no 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 you don't want to do that no because there's alcohol in the room ah is respect bobby the alcohol bobby is here respect the bottle you know, Bobby Respecting. knows what makes women women shiver. Yes, he does. Booze. <laughs> Booze. Do you have time to sit down and join us for a minute, mister? I could join you for a No, that's you. Oh, whoa. Oh, she got a special one. There must be a roofie in that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's right. Perfect. And again, we love putting electronics and so alcohol hand to together. God, I've got to tell you. So, first of all. You gotta look at these lovely, lovely, lovely the ice cubes. I want, Bobby, tell us about the ice cubes first. I, we can't, I can't tip it, but trust me, there is this huge cube. Tell us about this drink, Bobby. We love you already. This is my uh, old-fashioned breakfast. It's just kind of my brunch take on an old-fashioned. Uh, I switched out the Angostura bitters for chocolate bitters. 
uh, do uh, Luxardo cherry and a sugar cube. Yes, you do. And then I... (laughs) (laughs) I told you it was scrumptious, didn't I? (laughs) And then I infuse Jameson with uh, coffee. I mean, seriously, I know that this camera cannot capture this. There is this monstrous cube in here. And Bobby actually cuts his own ice. Bobby, yeah, tell us about hand, that. Yeah, yeah, these, these are hand-cut hand ice cubes. Hand I mean, seriously, ice people. Cubes, uh, do a big block of clear ice and then uh, break it down into the big cubes. Talk about the reason that I've had to wait so long for this drink, Good Bobby. Things come to those <laughs> Good things come to those who wait. But seriously, this guy... I got to tell you, Bobby is not to be trifled with when it comes to mixology. And the reason that I've had to wait so long for this beautiful, fabulous, yummy drink is there's this infusion process that he goes through. So I would love for you to talk about you didn't just throw a bunch of liquor together. You um, you created craft. This is a crafted drink. So I'd love for you to talk about that. A little closer. I'm like, come a little closer, baby. (laughs) This is a family show, you two. (laughs) I'm just saying. We do love each other. I'm just saying. Continue. Yeah, um, this drink actually came together uh, pretty quickly. You know, I just, I was kind of thinking of what I could do for, uh, you know, like a boozier brunch drink, and everybody loves. Wait, that is a magic. Listen, a boozier brunch drink. Yep. You gotta love. You gotta love a restaurant that thinks like that—a boozy or brunch drink. Bobby does. He thinks about booze. Bobby, a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot. clearly. Yeah, so I did. Uh, you know, I did a coffee-infused Jameson because uh, I thought that would work. Hang and on, coffee-infused whiskey. Yeah. Let me re- let me say that, coffee. Infused whiskey. Get your caffeine and your buzz on. That's a one nine hundred call. Hi, let me talk to you about coffee infused whiskey. It's kind of that perfect buzz. You know, you got that elevated caffeine, and then you got the alcohol, just taking you down a little bit. You've seriously combined. I mean, think about this: coffee, whiskey, chocolate. I mean, you covered all the bases. Clearly. Oh, so now really we've got the wi- well. the winers have started. So Larry Zink says he needs to start going with me. No. Larry Zink always says this. Larry Zink always wants to come with us. The no. day he shows up is the day you, I go, aha, you finally I know. showed up. If Larry comes, he would have to be designated driver. Just saying, it wouldn't Just be saying. nearly as fun. Anka Berg is like, why am I here and not there? You well, should come up here, Anka. We love Next us. Tuesday at Mellow Mushroom in Arlington, you can be there. Definitely. So... We've got Let's it. just keep interrupting Bobby well, while he keeps say. trying no, to tell good. us what's we're in good. here. I did. No, no, we're good. Well, and uh. in all honesty, Sarah's right. We've been trying to do this drink for several weeks, we and are. Bobby is very Six particular. Weeks. Six weeks. Two and days. We've had three hours. He's had the brew. He's had the things to do it up until now, and honestly, mm. but if it is not up to your standards, you will not serve it. No, yeah, that I was. I think I had the ice cubes last time. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the ice cubes I last time. The infusion hadn't infused long enough. The time before no, I that. Think it ran out. Yes. Yeah, we ran it is out. one of our most popular. And then there was the time before that it hadn't infused long you enough. You see, <laughs> see, I'm not oh, making this up. It's been God. six weeks. I'm just telling you. I, I've been like thinking this was an actual, like, a imaginary drink on somebody's part. And you won't have to wait that long to get a drink at the no, bar, though. No, you won't. You probably won't have to wait six minutes. Well, and <laughs> I'll whip that puppy up for you. We've got I could have really, gone to the bar and got one faster. We've got a really talented and, you know, 
versatile crew up here behind the bar. We Who do. was uh, the girl I was talking to Kat. this morning? Cat. Yes. Brilliant. I'm just telling you, these aren't just bartenders. These are, are mixologists. Look, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Nobody always says I don't drink enough during this. I know, I do. I shame her. I drink shame her. She Although, wasn't drinking enough. I'd love to do the waffle shot. I'd love to have a waffle shot on here. That's time. what Kat was telling me about yeah, this she was morning. Telling us about that. And well, I, was like, I want to say this and I want you to hear me. Okay, we've been talking about coffee infused whiskey. Yeah. Waffle shots. Can we talk about that just for a moment so that people know I'm not making this up? Waffle That's a cat shots. specialty, right? It's a cat, That's special. a cat specialty. So you encourage yes. your bartenders to make up stuff? Definitely. Um, you know, I think we're going to do, uh, and we just got this bar staff uh, that we have right now with, you know, probably within the past month or so. Um, but, you know, what I like to do is, you know, do a bar meeting once a month and have everybody bring you know, a cocktail or two cocktails. Like a new drink that they've yeah, worked Yeah, you know, make it, and then everybody will try it, kind of critique it. Well, I think this is too sweet. Okay, it's Melissa. Okay, Melissa Hayden. <laughs> well, now we've got a whole bunch of fun stuff going. She wants going. to know what infusing is. What Talk is infusing? infusing? Talk about infusing. Uh, infusing is just, you know, basically uh, bringing another flavor into the alcohol. So, you know, if you want to do So do you put coffee beans rum, in the whiskey? Uh, yeah, I do. I do rapid infusions um, in a, you know, a cream whipper to make fresh whipped cream, mm -hmm. uh, and you can do the whole process in less than ten minutes. And it's you know from start to finish, and then you're ready to go. All right, Google and, uh, infusing, <laughs> folks, because we're not gonna. We, I'm not gonna let Bobby give away trade secrets. He not like he, he would, but <laughs> he's trying to be as vague as possible. Well, I use this thing to do this other thing, and it takes about ten minutes. <laughs> no, we know I what mean, that could, thing is. I think you could probably just, you know, put coffee beans in the Jameson and let it, uh, you know, you probably have to Marinate. let it sit for mm -hmm. about, you know, a week or so um, to get, you know, have the uh, whiskey gain the coffee flavor. So I could throw coffee beans in my crown and I would have coffee-infused crown. Yes. Okay, you almost winced at that. <laughs> crown is clearly not your whiskey. He I just like goes, crown. oh, it's crown. Kind of you could whiskey. dump the whiskey down the You could dump the crown down the drain. That's okay. Well, we already know I, that I I'm got a polyester whiskey drinker. I know that. I got in trouble from one of our listeners who did not like me talking about crown and calling it whiskey. And bourbon. I'm you called it oh, bourbon. I called it bourbon. Yeah, it, clearly it is Canadian whiskey, <laughs> and I am an American bourbon drinker. Yeah, she really is. So I am. Anyway, this it's is. True. I gotta tell you, this is beyond yummy. Okay, wait. Maybe I can Kentucky pull this out. Hang on. Oh, yeah, Here, look, look. Wait, I don't want to drop it. Look at that. Is that? It's not like a diamond of ice. It's like a di shines like a diamond. I was going to say that, but I said it first. It looks beautiful in the you light. Say no, you it doesn't. Do it. it looks so beautiful in the light. It ain't Bobby's a Philly just came out. It ain't a tumor. Oh, my gosh. Bobby is okay. from Philly. <laughs> All right, so we have infused vodka with fruit, but it takes time. It's true. It's true. Uh, so I've got a blackberry cobbler drink recipe. A blackberry cobbler drink? A blackberry cobbler drink? I don't know. Bobby's got a peanut butter and jelly that tastes just like a peanut butter well, and had, jelly. You had my... Uh Blackberry collars. Oh when I yes, did the that was so good. Gin. I did a Bombay uh, and infused that with blackberries. It was, was quite you had delicious. me a blackberry. That's all I'm saying. Too, that purple. 
Yes. Black, blackberries are my favorite berries. So anything made out of blackberries, and I'm all in. Blackberry jam. Oh, my gosh. I make blackberry jam. That's another topic for another show. My drunken you figgy alleged, berry jam. You allegedly make blackberry jam because no, I never got any. Because if you made some, I know you would give it to me. Well, you know, I have the drunken figgy berry jam that has uh, won uh, nothing yet at the state fair, but has placed uh, as high as 10th place out of 153 entrants. But my friend Cheryl Merritt, she wins all of the jams and jelly contests, not me. I don't care if there's no alcohol in it. I'm just saying. I have too much to do. We're drinkers here, not jammers. (laughs) I think we're going to have a, I think we're going to have a, I might do a special cocktail for the next show. Oh, please do. do. uh, I might do the Pacifico with the banana rum. Oh. Oh. Did you hear that? Pacifico with banana rum. It's called El Pacifico. El Pacifico. all All right, well, we can still toast. Oh, and here's the well, deal. Cheers. Here's what I learned. You have to wait. Look, we have to look each other in the eye because my friend Alexander Grant taught me that if you don't look people in the eye when you toast, you will have seven years of bad sex. Just She's saying. What the problem is. <laughs> that explains know. so just, much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know that's what that was about. Yeah, if I if Alexander hadn't told me, I'd I'd just be looking at my drink. I just look at my drink because I don't want to like I'll be spill looking it. people in the eye from now on. From now on. How do you look right. two people in the eye? What do you do? Go. Well, yeah. Listen, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. It's all Missy. about the peripheral. Now, okay, Marla, yeah. do you guys see why I shame, I drink shame her? She okay. Remember that I am, you know, not as good at this as Sarah. <laughs> Oh, that was tactful. Oh. <laughs> well played, Bobby. Thank you. you. It was Thank you so much. awesome. See, Bobby knows how to drink. Bobby does know how to drink. Bobby knows. Oh, wait, he's a mixologist. Yeah, I guess he Bobby does. Bobby will tell you that there are times that I sip like this, and Sarah knows this too, and Jake knows this, and then there are times whenever I am she's shooting it. She's trying to show you what moderation looks like, and I'm trying to exhibit am, what moderation doesn't look I'm like. I'm being the model of saying. decorum. <laughs> just saying. I coffee. Want to oh, have a good toxic discussion. So here we have coffee, ice cubes, Jameson, and Bailey's. Yes, that sounds yummy. Mm-hmm. Is that got a name? Coffee, ice cubes. I don't know, but I like it. Um, um, and then we have the blackberry cobbler with Jameson. And then we have oh, okay. So my friend Anthony, who's talking about uh, blackberry cobbler drink, hand to God, he makes. Well, no, he doesn't make it, but he he has a friend who makes. Apple pie moonshine. Moonshine. I make apple pie moonshine. She has a friend who makes apple pie moonshine, but she doesn't. I may have had a grandfather that had a still that we still have parts to the still, and I may still have some of my grandfather's moonshine that I've only let people. But she doesn't make it at all. Just just to clarify, now I will tell you, I tried a new whiskey before we let you go. Dukes, have you heard of that? John Wayne's son, John Wayne had a recipe for whiskey, and it has this raspberry flavor. I just have to say thanks to Lynn Swihart for helping me to identify what the fruity flavor was in this whiskey. It's called Duke's. John Wayne's son, uh, John Wayne left the recipe, and his son just recently started marketing it. And I went to a pure country event at the Western Country Club in Midlothian this past week, and they had Tim Eaton with... um, um, the Country Network uh, had some of that Dukes, and he hates it, but his sister and I loved it. And it's just got this raspberry just flavor. A tinge. Subtle. <laughs> yes, and it's not super smooth, but it's not like gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> but it's pretty good, that little raspberry flavor to it. So. Adds a little something, something. Something, something. All right, well, 
It's been a delight. Yeah, guys, it's a pleasure. Bit. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Cheers, Until, until next time. Until next time. Let's all look. Let's all, yeah, let's all be sure we're looking. Oh, yeah. We do I not need to. I looked everybody in the I eye. Uh, let's, not, let's not be calling in the, the bad sex gods or anything. <laughs> Burr, we don't need that. Thank well, you did. so now you really. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, in all realism, <laughs> I won't get into my, got, my yeah. previous marriage, but anyway. <laughs> hey! You know, it's a show. Thank God this is TV and not radio because that that, that endless silence while we're laughing. Okay. Wow. Um, uh, you want to finish that pancake pot pie? You keep grabbing no, for I'm, it. No, I'm moving it off of my notes so we can start talking about toxic pie people. Pancake <laughs> pot pie. Oh, you. gosh. Well, so I hope you enjoyed the first half of today's show. Again, we're at Ellen's. The mm-hmm. show is produced by Exit 98 Group. Jake. We love Jake behind the camera. You can't see him, but Jake he is the reason you're the sideways today. Just saying. So you can send him lots of love for the sideways view. Jake will be taking some uh, harsh words from friends if they see this today. That's right. That's right. But I got to tell you, Jake worked for about an hour prior to the show to beat this technology into submission and Mercury in retrograde won. But it I got to tell you, it was a valiant fight, which we watched we with watched. great animation. We did. And we were very quiet. We were very respectful of the technology. You guys wouldn't technology. have known it was us, actually, because we were so quiet. But having said that, now we've... Uh, <clears throat> a drink? Well, I'm going to appropriate it, I think. <laughs> I think you need to pour some in mine. So the first half of the show here at Ellen's, we talked about the breakfast old-fashioned and slow drinkers. Yeah, and messy slow drinkers. And uh, the second half, per your requests, we're going to be talking about toxic people. Speaking of Mercury in retrograde, Monday, uh, when I did my one of my solo shows, uh, it's the Daily Brief mm-hmm. was supposed to be Which, about. By the way, be watching the the Daily Brief. The da- well, listening to the Daily Brief. Listening to the Daily Brief. At that time of the day, I'm really built for radio. Yeah, 8 a.m. Built for radio, but uh, I had some very interesting thing happen, and I it didn't record. Oh wait, the interesting thing was I hadn't turned on my mic. Yeah, so Mercury couldn't even be blamed for that one. User no, problems. you can still blame Mercury because your mind was so muddled from other things. Muddled mind. That um, Mercury <clears throat> I love in it. retrograde is to be blamed. I love We had a whole conversation actually yesterday about Mercury in retrograde. And, you know, a lot of you out there may or may not realize that that's why everything's going haywire. And then there was also a full moon, a pink full moon. So that just makes everybody a little bit even crazier. So. Uh, I was just going to say, and speaking of crazy people, the second say, half, let's talk about this crazy second half people. of today's show is about toxic people. And so I have so many notes. I have been uh, uh, fascinated with the topic of human behavior and communication for 15 years now. And uh, today we're going to be talking about toxic people. And the first thing I want to talk about is uh, it's important for you to understand that I believe you have quite a bit of control over the toxic people in your life. And I think we surrender a lot of that control by thinking we have to be nice to family or we have to associate with family. Toxic relationships come from everywhere, family, friends, and work. That's really the big ones. And in some cases you can control Mm -hmm. who you have to spend time with and in some cases you can't. I also want to start by saying, if you'll go to Sarah Says on Facebook and let me know, I have a list of 40 not to be confused with anything else. I have a list of 40 types of toxic people, and I would be happy to send it to you. And I will not sign you up for a newsletter because we don't have one. Well, and also, <coughs> you should be able to get information in your own way. 
Nobody likes it shoved down their throat. Yeah. So I have a list here of 40 types of toxic people. But and the they first, are good. They're really good. We went through them while we were um, navigating uh, Mercury and retrograde technical difficulties. But the first thing I really want to talk about is why do we – I don't think we think about why we get involved with toxic people. And Marla and I were talking about this earlier. You know, lots of times there's three big reasons, I think. The first one is we're afraid. I'm afraid that no one will like me, so I will take toxic people – as my friends, lovers, boyfriends, whatever, because I, I, I have this need to be loved. And I think sometimes when we let toxic people into our life, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat you. I, I need, I need to, to help you. And so we let these toxic people come in our life because we think I can be a helper. But that's well, not how that help works people. Out. There are people that want to be helpers i i don't think i ever go into looking for a toxic relationship i don't think i i think years ago i didn't recognize the signs and now maybe i'm a little gun shy of everybody in general because i see so many red alarms that i tend to keep (laughs) my my people that i have gone down that checklist with and i know that they're you know that they're my people that shit crazy that well they're batshit crazy in a good way versus Ah, ah. uh you know they're your people versus (coughs) the um I got to tell you, my best friend says that I pick up crazies like blueberries. You know, she says that I have you're, always picked up crazies. And you're you, a stray pup. You're a stray puppy herder. I am a, pur- a puppy herder, yeah. and I don't mean to be, but in my older life, um, I have quit picking up strays, and I have started concentrating on the brood that I have to avoid the toxicity. Well, but here's the thing: I think women, uh, women in particular, I, I, men do it, but honestly, my focus is helping women come into their own power so think about women and toxic people so just some of the people on here are the moody people we call them the volcano the big one that y'all keep asking us to talk about and not going to do it today in particular but the non-homicidal sociopath also known as the narcissist as a narcissist nut, the that word um or the vampire the energy drainer the vampire, <coughs> the vampire fam- that's the one that just sucks the life out of you absolutely the black hole the, those kind of folks but here's the thing about women and here's why i think we let toxic people into our life i think we're socialized to be nice mm-hmm. you be nice play nice be nice to everyone and if we don't answer the phone calls if we don't respond to the email messages if we say no i don't want to go to that event because in our mind we're like you know you're five gallons of crazy in a three gallon bucket well we think that we're being mean so we're letting these toxic people into our life because of the be nice gotta be nice or we want to save them i I think that there's a certain amount of and I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I've you, always you been want to be the person. missionary. I'm going to be the missionary and save these yes. people from their. If I love them enough, I have a bad boyfriend story where I swear to God it was before I met my current husband. We call him the wannabe biker, and I swear <laughs> not my husband, not my husband, the ex-boyfriend. <coughs> that if I loved him enough, oh, if I just show him what real love is, he'll get he'll be better. And that is the batshit craziest thing. But women, yes, because we do have superpowers. We are so amazingly powerful. We can influence and impact other people, but not in the way that we think. Mm-mm. It isn't by letting them into that inner circle. We don't protect our inner circle, and that's why we get surrounded by toxic people. Mm-hmm. Because we think that by loving someone, I'm going to let you in so close, and I'm going to love you so hard mm-hmm. that I can fix you. But what we do is... They drag us down. It's true. And um, I will say, whenever I was married, 
that it was easier because my ex-husband was not a very social person. So it was easier to not have toxic people in my life because my ex-husband was grumpy enough that he scared everybody away. Um, well, now I have a grumpy husband, but he's just quiet in public. But whenever <laughs> but I got toxic, I think whenever I got divorced, I put myself, um, I, I did not realize that I was in a very vulnerable position. And I started surrounding myself with people who may or may not have been good for me. Plus, and my friends in the event industry, don't get mad at me. You're either going to get this or you don't. Don't don't throttle me or hang me over the fire. But the event industry is a very tough industry. And um, there are people that will be friends with you to, um, I guess, further their career or to do whatever they're doing. And yeah. therefore, there's, there's a little bit of a stigmatism. So I've gotten to where I know who... Do you know, um, we talked about this a few weeks ago, it's uh, confidence, uh, confidence, uh, companions, and constituents. People who are your confidence are your friends. People who are your constituents are people that you, you know, work with and do things with. And then the other group are just people you know. Mm -hmm. And um, who are the people that you're bringing in close and why are you bringing them in close? Well, and the why is always fascinating to me because I love watching human behavior. And, and women, again, <clears throat> I'm more fascinated with women's behavior because it's more complex than men's. But women will not recognize that we help people because we want help. We nurture people because we want nurturing. We love people because we want to be loved. And that when we're reaching out, usually we let the people into our lives that we think we can help because we're hoping to get. The, it's this kind of a sick cycle that we get into. And I also think we're, again, back to the socialization. We're socialized to, to be nice. So, again, if you want the list of the types of toxic people, just go to Sarah Says on Facebook. Or you can go to SarahZink.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-Z-I-N-K. Dot com and I will send that to you but I uh, had promised that I would give four strategies so the first one is <laughs> the first one is is that we have to learn how to walk away well, and that is so true I I coach people I don't like doing it because most of the time people want to be coached but they don't want to actually change their behavior which is why I charge a ridiculous amount of money to coach people um, because then they'll do what I say because they pay, I mean let me pause here and say, if you're paying a coach, but you're not doing what they say, that's kind of like paying a personal trainer and going to the gym and she says, okay, I want you to do five sit-ups and you go, no. I don't have to and then in a month you're like, well, how I'm not getting any results. I mean, co personal training and coaching is the very same thing. So if you pay a coach, do what they say. They're there to help you. So anyway, the first thing is women don't want, they're not good at walking away. If you call me, I feel like I have to call you back. Yes. If you email me, I have to email you back. And I'm talking about social situations. Toxic people at work is an entirely different discussion. But we, and we are going to have that discussion. Aye, aye, Captain Stewing. I don't mean it like, when we are going to have that discussion. <laughs> I knew how you meant I knew how you meant that. that was but women don't want to walk away. <laughs> we are going to have this discussion. But women won't walk away. You won't walk away from a toxic relationship. Men won't either. Men will not either. They Most will, oh, they will no men will ghost you. In it. Men will ghost you faster than women no, ever. Will. Not always. There are there are. Men All right, we well, need to do a Facebook survey. No. I need you to chime in if you're watching this. Do men ghost more than women do? Men will not answer if they don't want to deal with it. A I woman will, will agree with that. I That's will agree ghosting. with that. Jake is actually shaking his head. 
Men but, will uh, ghost if they don't want to deal with your bullshit. They are not going to to deal with you anymore. They will not deal with it. But, but women will feel like, oh, it's pol- it's it's rude of me not to answer her. So I've got to answer this email or this other thing. Yes. That's what I But there are some men. We don't deal with exceptions. We don't deal with exceptions. I still say there is. (laughs) (laughs) But if you think about it, women are, again, socialized to be nice. We're socialized to be nice. So the first thing that you've got to practice is stop engaging. Stop engaging. If you have toxic people in your life, stop engaging. It doesn't mean that you have to have this big dramatic breakup. It doesn't, I mean, unless we're talking about a romantic relationship. And then that's a different show, how to break up, how to break up with a bad boyfriend. Or... Just go silent. I, I, you know, if, if but you, if you, you don't have to answer. No, you don't have to answer. Just step away. So that's the first strategy, just step away. The second thing is, is you have to recognize what is it in this toxic relationship that you need. What are you needing? Because we only engage in these toxic relationships because we need something. That's true. I need to save you. I need to help you. I need friends. I need confidence. I need, I need, I need, I need. When, and it's so painful to look at what you need and that you're having to get it from these toxic relationships. How do you recognize that, though? I mean, I, I'm not asking you from a therapist's point of view, but just you know from your knowledge how would you say that it's emotional intelligence which mm-hmm. women don't have and women have a shit ton of emotions but yes. they don't have emotional intelligence true and so i think you have to develop your emotional intelligence bone where you're saying okay this is not a pretty thing uh, why do you stay with a bad boyfriend because a single woman does not have the same stigma as a single guy a single guy is hot and available but a single woman is a spinster a single woman can't get a man. I mean, we don't want to be alone because if I'm, if I get a divorce, I mean, I can't tell you how many of my girlfriends who are getting divorced who are like, yeah, but I don't want to be single because, okay. Single and happy. But don't have a man. But it took us, it it. took time to get there. It did. You didn't just get divorced. It took a long time. Because of the, it's, it's okay to be single until you are. I think it just was recently that so I, we don't, I realized that. Yeah. So we don't want to break up with a bad boyfriend because a, a, some boyfriend is better than no boyfriend. And so I think, you know, so the, the what do you get out of that relationship if it's a boyfriend? Well, maybe he's good in bed. Well, okay, but are you willing to put up with that bad shit crazy stuff or infidelity or abuse or whatever? We have to decide what is it we're getting out of it. If you and I were friends and I was toxic, but maybe I... I knew a lot of people, and you didn't want to get ostracized from that circle. Well, okay, so what you need is that inclusion in the circle. So what do you have to do? You have to develop your own circle. You have to develop a tougher skin, yes. Well, or a tougher skin, or you disassociate from some things. So, I mean, the first thing, you have to learn to walk away, step back. The mm-hmm. second thing is you have to realize what it is you're what, what your need is. I think the third thing is, is it's easy to label toxic relationships that aren't really toxic. Um, I think uh, I've been called toxic uh, before because I... Someone's making an excuse. Well, I would like to think that, uh, that I'm not toxic. Uh, I would think that I make them uncomfortable because I call them out on their bullshit. You're a realist. So, yeah, I'm a... I'm a romantic realist, but a realist nonetheless. So um, <clears throat> Andy Haynes, who's listening, says that we accept toxic people because we, we want to be needed. We want to feel needed. Thank we you, We want to feel needed. It's true. I think, I think that women have a sense. We're nurturers. I think one of the superpowers that women have is nurturing. And in the absence of healthy people to nurture, we'll just 
take whatever sheep walks in the door. Yes, that's true. But I've had to realize that sometimes they just don't want your nurturing. Sometimes they oh, just they, don't want what you have to I think they offer. want it. They just don't want to change. They want the attention or the help or the money or whatever they get from us, mm-hmm. the sex, whatever. They want that. They just don't want to change. But we're giving it to them. We're giving them those things. I would agree. Because we want them to be, we want to give them all the tools that they need to be better. So here's another. And sometimes so, you really do love toxic people. I mean, you, you love, they're some, toxic, some of but the toxic people are funny. Yes. Some of the people like the Joker who can be toxic. Oh yeah. The Joker can be toxic, but the Joker can also be just funnier than hell. Yes. So, so the first thing is be able to develop your sense of being able to walk away. Mm-hmm. The second thing is recognize what it is that you need out of them. But I think, um, the third, the third thing, and I wrote it down here and then now I forgot it because we were talking about something else. Oh, is recognize your personal power. Here's the thing that I hear over and over when I'm working with women, but I can't, I I can't do that. You know, we have way more personal power than we recognize. I think women are the most powerful humans on the planet. Uh, And it isn't about being able to make babies. I think it's that the way our brains work, the way our creativity works, the way when we take control, you know, I think a successful life is all about power and control, but it's power and control over your own damn self. Mm -hmm. And when you begin to take personal responsibility for what's going on in your life and the people with whom you led in that inner circle, I got toxic people all over my life, but they're not in the inner circle. No, my inner circle is honestly my inner circle some of them I've known my entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've known, like, my friend Lori and Jennifer and um, my friends Carrie and Cheryl. I've known them my whole life. And um, these are people that, that you've gone to war with, if you will, and sure. you know that they, that they love you. Now, I do have some friends that I have been friends with for a very long time that maybe at some points in their life they weren't the best friend for me to be around. And I'll be honest – when I was going through my divorce, there there are times that I was not a good friend to other people, and I and I have been toxic. I, have one I don't want to say I've never been toxic. I have a couple of friends that I, I really need to apologize to because I was there was a time whenever I don't think I was necessarily toxic, but I was a big whiny ball bag. That's toxic, and that, that was toxic. We can be temporarily yes. toxic. You can be temporarily. Th- this toxic. isn't about you like you it. are toxic forever, or you're. I mean, I was toxic. There was probably a. 10-year period where I was not good to be around. So the point of that is, is you've got to take control. So we talked about recognize what you need, practice walking away, and also taking control. Now, this doesn't mean you have to eliminate every single toxic person from your life. It just means that you have to control what level of influence they have on you. Your sphere of influence is going to make your, it's going to be what makes you feel good anyway. That's yeah. what, that's what it, it kind of builds from the inside out. And if you have a toxic person, it's almost like if you have a bad banana, there's that spot in the banana that's just not good. You can cut it out or you can eat that bad spot in the banana and you can just keep going. I mean, I don't know of another uh, analogy, but you know what I'm saying? You, you, you I, either stomach it or not. Going. Yeah, deal with it or not. And, uh, you know, the people that we have in our lives, I think whether... I, I I believe this, and you don't have to agree with me. I think that we choose, by and large, who we let in our lives. You can't yeah. always choose in a work relationship, but you can 95% of the time choose who you let into your life personally. And this is where I want you to begin exerting your control. Toxic people, 
have to be eliminated. And we live in a world where we make excuses for bad behavior, and it drives me nuts. And I think that uh, in order for us to become better, healthier, faster, smarter, stronger, we have to set up better boundaries. And that means you and your batshit crazy needs to be out of my inner circle. So I would agree. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for another segment of A sideways Sarah segment says. of Sarah says. A sideways. So if we tilt this Say way, are we times. upside down now? I'm curious. Are we upside down if we do this? That way. Oh, this that way. way. Okay. All right. So, so thank you for joining us. Yes. Okay. And remember, don't, don't get sideways in your day. Okay. Thank you for joining us. For <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye.